Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. And as always, thank you for tuning into the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. Today's episode is a down the rabbit hole where Drew and I dive into the hot off the presses announcement of GoDaddy partnering with ENS, which is the Ethereum name service to offer customers a way to connect a domain name to a crypto wallet. And since it's a down the rabbit hole, as we say here on Domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains. And in the reverse, our work with domains has us venturing all the time into different areas, hence the jump down the rabbit hole. So this is our Tech Adjacent, Digital Assets, Pop Culture, Tangent Positive Podcast with some domain stuff thrown in for good measure. Jen is often on the show, but today it's just Drew and I digging into what is a super interesting topic, very close to us in our business. So we talk about what the announcement means for Web 2 domains, Web 3 domains, DNS, the Web 3 space in general, and more. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at DS.TV. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify find other podcast platforms as well. And please make sure to hit the like button and the subscribe button everywhere you can to help Domain Sherpa grow the pie. Also, we integrate our shows with Muse.ai, which provides search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So definitely check all that out. And props to our sponsor, Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. And special shout out to our own business, Media Options, the number one domain brokerage in the world, specializing in domain acquisitions, sales, and appraisals. Find out more at MediaOptions.com where you can also sign up for our newsletter for the best domain names and domain opportunities available in the market every week and also featuring key insights and other helpful information related to branding, naming, and especially domain investing. With that, it's now time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains, so let's jump down the rabbit hole. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. On, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is kind of like a down the rabbit hole. This is a little bit of a departure from our Domain Sherpa review and other stuff. We kind of have some news hot off the press that we decided to talk about today. We actually weren't even going to do a show this week, but uh, but there was an announcement today that GoDaddy has uh, partnered with ENS Domains to basically make it so that you can connect Web2 domains to crypto wallets. And obviously, this is, is, is I think it's important. I think it's interesting. And uh, again, it's hot off the press. So we're going to talk about that today. So again, we're doing this under down the rabbit holes. We say here on Domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains in the reverse. Our work with domains has us venturing all the time into different areas and things. Some more familiar crypto NFTs, digital assets and other stuff not so familiar. Hence the jump down the rabbit hole. This is obviously part of our bread and butter, very much in our wheelhouse. Uh, Rabbit holes I often will co-host with Jen. Today I got my boy Drew. I guess I'll go ahead and do a couple AKAs, AKA Morpheus, AKA Dirk Diggler, Digital Assets, Bob Lee Swagger, the Sniper, AKA Graybeard, the Domain Pirate, live from Thailand. Andrew Rosner, what's up, man? How you doing, dude? Yeah, good. Good. So, uh, um, going to be yeah. my last episode of Domain Sherpa from, uh, from Asia. Got go, two weeks, two weeks left in the trip. One more week here in uh, Chiang Mai and then. Headed on a boat, go sail the west coast of uh, Thailand, the Ottoman Sea, and uh, and then and then then it's back to reality. Back to snap, back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Um, yeah, man. We I don't know why we haven't been calling you Marco Polo. You know what I'm saying? A little AKA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That actually would have been a, that would have been a good fit. I sold I sold MarcoPolo.com years ago. Of course you did. Of course you did. That's because that's what we do. That's what you do. Um, and, uh, yeah, some, so some, somewhere we should have a record. We should just have a, a page. That's just like a blanket list of all of the domain names that media options has ever transacted. It'd yeah, be a pretty, would be, it'd be a big page. It, it'd be a big, it'd be a big list. It'd be a big list. But it would drop, it would, it would drop, it would drop some jaws. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, if you look at the new website, right. I mean, obviously, you know, but if, if to the audience, if you go to mediaoptions.com, you can kind of see some of the stuff we've done, but really, I mean, we only have like 12 of the yeah, 12 very, no, it's like a few highlights. Yeah. It's just, a few and, um, but yeah, I think it would be good to have like a successes page. Um, you know, all the domains that we're allowed to reference that we've, you know, helped sell, help buy. Yeah. I mean, if we're not giving any price information, I mean, we think we can, there's maybe a few exceptions where we can at least just say we were involved in this deal. 
All right, Billy. Billy, you hear that? It's time to get a new page moving on the website. Let's go. Let's go, Billy. Get, get your page on. It's gonna be the it's gonna be, you know, mediaoptions.com forward slash brag. <laughs> for forward slash for forward slash uh chest pound. <laughs> it's it's the what's the opposite of a humble brag, you know, like an unhumble brag, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just bragging and that's that's just bragging by default. But um, hey, look, you know, when you can back it up, you talk talk that talk when you mm-hmm. can walk that walk. I mean, that's that's how that's how we do it. So um, but all right, let's dive into this because like I said to the you know, to the audience here in the intro, um, you know, this was kind of an impromptu show really to talk about this one specific topic that I think is super interesting. This is not going to be the only time we are going to cover it, but you know, kind of a chance for us to do a little rapid reaction thoughts and whatnot, um, you know, based around around this uh, th- this uh, this um, announcement. So, again, uh, you can read about it on, uh, you know, domain investing, domain name wire, all that kind of stuff. Effectively saying GoDaddy makes connecting domains to crypto wallets with ENS easier, adding a two step wizard for connecting domains to Ethereum wallets. This is off of uh, the domain name wire. Uh, and then tomorrow, so this show is actually going to air on Thursday. So there, we're, we're recording on Tuesday night. Wednesday is going to be a space is where Paul Nix is going to talk about the detail about how this is done. Uh, and it's also, it sounds like the way that this has been finessed is that ENS has created this bridge to allow for uh, Web2 domains, like I said, to effectively uh, integrate or connect to crypto wallets um, and do so gaslessly. So, you know, you're not paying gas for these transactions and, and or even not even transactions, but even to, you know, go through the process of connecting. To ma- yeah, to make the join, the join. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, what I think is interesting. So um, I don't know if you want to kind of dive in first or, you know, I've got a couple of thoughts and things. No, I mean, you know, uh, this is, you know, in the end, this is actually nothing new, right? So this was... Uh, this was probably 2000, I'm going to say it was 2020, 21 was, uh, the first time that somebody, I believe it was from ENS figured out how to use, uh, DNS settings to, uh, enable a, uh, uh, let's call it a crypto wallet, uh, an Ethereum wallet, uh, uh, to basically be identified through a legacy domain name. Okay. Uh, I think Daniel Nagari was, uh, to his credit, uh, with .xyz, was the first regist- uh, registry to recognize the importance of this and 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 you know the potential to expand the utility of, of a domain name. Uh, by connecting it to a a crypto wallet, uh, as well as you know for other utilities like like uh, digital identity, etc., verified identity, and um, uh, he created uh, some registry tools to uh, enable easier connection of a .xyz domain name with a uh, with a uh, uh, Ethereum wallet. wallet or crypto wallet, and. Uh, and so ultimately what's happened here, um, and, and, and not to say that, you know, not to underplay how important this announcement is, it's, it's, it's very important because, you know, people had access to Bitcoin before the Bitcoin ETF, but uh, it is now easier to access for, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people. And in the same token, when the largest registrar in the world makes a two-click solution for anybody to connect a uh, crypto wallet to their uh, uh, legacy, you know, Web2 or uh, DNS domain name. Um, It's a big leg up for just general adoption. It's a big leg up for, you know, sort of forward progress, uh, mainstream adoption. Um, And what, you know, I've said for a very long time, is you know the dovetailing of domain names and uh crypto um you know ultimately as i've said i think you know ultimately it'll be bitcoin but um uh the dovetailing of these two two asset classes and and you know emerging technologies was inevitable and this is a big leap forward in that in that uh that dovetail um you know 
on the topic of domain investment, you know, I've seen a lot of hot takes on Twitter where people are like, oh, you know, this basically proves that, you know, web two domains are evolving, you know, and it's really web three and web three domains are the shit and web three domains to the moon. And I, you know, look as one of the first, maybe the first domain name, you know, person to have gotten involved in ENS domains back when it first launched. Okay. Uh, literally I was, I guarantee you, I was in the first hundred people to ever register an ENS domain, a .eth domain. Okay. It was literally day one, the first day they became available. Then the first hour of them becoming available, I was registering first hundreds or thousands of them becoming available. Okay? Uh, literally the first minute, actually, because I had literally one of the ETH. I had literally, I was in Panama. I had one second, of the, man, that's dude, it. I had one of the ETH devs sitting at my dining room table with me, helping me to register some of these things. That's awesome. So I'm just letting them um, know. That's all I'm saying. Just let them know. Anyways, uh, you know, early adopter, unstoppable domains, early investor into the company, early investor into some of the domains, super early adopter into, you know, handshake and HS. So, you know, across the board, I, but as I got deeper involved in those projects, as I came to understand the limitations of Web3 domain names, as I came to understand that there really, I don't want to say there isn't a limitation, but I would argue that the amount of utility that we actually, it's kind of like, you know, we only, they say we only utilize what 10 or 20% of our brain, right? And for a lot DNS, of people, it's much less than that. DNS is a very uh, uh, underutilized system. Underutilized protocol. Okay, there there are a lot of things that can be done with DNS, with mapping uh, digital, uh, real world assets to the digital realm, and vice versa. Uh, managing real world assets, utilizing domain names through things like Internet of Things. There is a lot of upside to the utility value of dns okay and i think this is just one more uh sort of notch okay in that utility belt and what's what's important to remember is uh when we talk about increasing the utility of a dns domain name when you look at any asset the more utility it has when you add commercial ability when you add commercial potential when you add commercial utility, you are adding value. That's literally the definition of value add. And so what does this do? Well, if it, it immediately increases the value of premium, desirable, commercial.com domain names. You could say all, but it, it, it cream rises. Most, right? yeah, so, yeah. so, so, so you know, great. you're adding... It, it, you know, yep. it, you and can put stirrups. You, you can you can put stirrups on a on a you know on a donkey, but it's not going to have you win the Preakness. The hundred um, percent. So let me jump in real quick because I think this is a really important point, and I want to dive into this. Um, uh, is really like who benefits, right? And when you look at where the effort was placed, and you know, big shout out really to both sides in that GoDaddy and you know the ENS group um to 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 move this along and get it done right but when you look at it i mean i it's interesting because it's really web 2 domains now have web 3 domain functionality and it's not so much in the reverse yep. unless i'm mistaken in how the thing works right no you're not mistaken so, <laughs> this so literally like, w w what's funny though is that it's literally the ens guys right that have basically they they basically they've made web 3 domain names obsolete there's absolutely in my mind I would love to be told I'm wrong, okay? And I'm sure I will. But uh, in my mind, I cannot imagine a single reason to own a Web3 domain name, okay? And people say, oh, well, because you actually own it, because it's actually going to be property, well, because it is uh, uh, not subject to, you know, um, takedown or subject to, you know, the law, or whatever stupid reason you want to come up with. But the reality is, is none of that gets you anywhere. We've, we've talked about this, right? This is why I said short web three domain names, long web two. Okay. I said this, what, two years ago, three years ago, when I, when I, when I had this, this pivotal moment where I, this realization, it was like, there's no there there. 
You're never, ever, ever, ever going to get one of the mainstream browsers to resolve a Web3 domain name. And if you can't do that, then you are limited in utility to a wallet, which has value, right? Having, you know, a simple, easy to remember wallet address is useful. But even that doesn't really work because you can have the exact same Web3 domain name on another chain that looks identical. And unless you know which network your wallet software is utilizing, you could be sending money to the to you know Jonathan dot whatever, and it could go to the wrong person because somebody else has the exact same domain name on a different network, right? And so um, this whole thing was never ever going to work, okay? Uh, and 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 once you take the time to really think it through, it it was it was abundantly clear that it was never going to work, and ultimately. Uh, it's kind of, if I go back and I think about my philosophy around crypto in general, it's right in line. And all of these things are parallels, right? So I said from the beginning, I said, you know, I'm interested in all this shit coinery, all right? All this crap coin, okay? Including Ethereum. Ethereum is a fucking worthless crap shit coin. But I'm interested in all of this because I think it's, it's intriguing. It's a nursery, okay? It's a nursery. It's like a sandbox where people can explore interesting new innovations and 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 technologies and 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 stupid people and gamblers can have fun you know yeah uh uh staying poor in all this garbage right okay and time out that's fine okay yeah, yeah. but the shit that actually works if they find a utility that has real world demand real world functionality and need solves a real problem over a 10-year period of time of battle testing, ultimately, it will end up as a layer one or a layer two functionality of Bitcoin. And okay, the same can be said with Web3 domain names. If there's anything there, ultimately, it will become a function of legacy domain names because it's just shitcoinery. That's all any of this stuff is. And I, I, I'm overemphasizing that because it's really an important point for people to understand, okay? Yep. When you, it's not that there's no value in any shit coins, okay? It's just that it's limited. And if you yep. go to the Apex, then it's oh. unlimited. And the Apex is .com premium domain names. And the Apex don't is use the mute. Don't make me use the mute button, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, What on. do you want to say? You're going to say some, <laughs> some bullshit, shit, rainbows, butterflies, <laughs> shit coinery bullshit. What are you going to do? I'm up I'll here on my maxi. I'm up here on my .com Bitcoin maxi <laughs> soapbox. And now you're going to come here yeah. with your, your shit coin megaphone. Hey, look, all I'm going to say is a couple of things. You said nursery. I think the term you're looking for is sandbox, right? Which is, you know, obviously it's basically. I said both. But it's basically the same thing where it's effectively like it does create a real interesting opportunity to test things and develop things and try new things, right? I wouldn't go as far as to call Ethereum a shitcoin because it's pretty highly adopted and it's utilized for a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I think that. Oh, wait, um, hold up. Shitcoin. Okay, cool. And it's all good. I look, I, you know, I agree with you to an extent in that I am also, you know, pretty high. It's on centralized. The- it's centralized. It will never be un- decentralized. It's, so it's, it's a fully centralized. So DNS, you know, and that's actually something well, that DNS. I would actually argue, I would actually argue that DNS is more decentralized than Ethereum is. Okay, that's an interesting. There are better there are there are better checks and balances on the limited decentralization of DNS than there is on Ethereum. Yeah. And, you know, look, and I get it. You also said, I mean, clearly there are 11 master nodes that, that protect the DNS. They are distributed throughout the world. Uh, there are, I forget the number of people that basically hold the keys that ultimately are what, uh, allow or disallow changes to the root zone. Right. And, um, I, yeah, I mean, you know, look, we, the, the proof is in the pudding. Okay, they're both, and the, less, and the they're both less centralized than Solana, which requires the, you know, the, the devs to in tandem turn off and on the shit, to, you know, to yeah. like make it work when hey, it breaks. But down. here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And, I, and I'm bullish on Solana. I like Solana. By the way. Uh, Solana is less of a shit coin than Ethereum is. And the reason is Ethereum tries to pretend 
that it's not a shit coin. And it tries to pretend that it's decentralized. But Solana, they don't even try to pretend. They're not out there saying, oh, we're fully decentralized. No. They're like, yo, shit ain't working. And, you know, uh, uh, we're going to get everybody in the Discord chat. Yeah, we're going to have Raj. (laughs) Yo, Raj Raj just went out in the back and flipped the switch. We shut that bitch off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) check, Check back in five hours. Check back in five hours, and we'll let you, you know, let you uh, send your money all Solana's over the world. Very much like, look, speed, ki- you know, speed kills in a good way, right? Like they're saying, Solana like, has a purpose, and, and the, right? The, this is it's kind of like .org, okay? .org is not .com. It never will be. It's not as good as .com, but it has a purpose. It has a brand, and that brand is right. It, it, trust, and blah, blah, blah. you know, work, and and you know. and Solana has a brand. Solana is like the corporate. It's like the 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 utility. It's the utility network, right? It's like Fa- fast mega fast, fast, mega cheap, right? It, it it provides all of the things that people want in that ecosystem, but they don't have a pretense of oh, we're fully decentralized. Ethereum tries to have a pretense of work. We're decentralized. And I, I hear everything you said, I think. Um, and I agree. Listen, we are, we are at the precipice of an imminent bull market. Okay. And I would simply encourage everyone. Okay. And this applies equally to domain names as it does to crypto. Don't get irrationally exuberant. Remember where the value is. Okay. Forget about all the price FOMO. Okay. Bitcoin is the apex predator when it comes to digital decentralized money. And ultimately, if you're playing in the realm of crypto, what you want is digital, immutable, decentralized money. And so if that is what you seek, Bitcoin is your only option. You found it. If you are seeking irrational gains, irrational exuberance, if you want to play in the crypto casino, then there's plenty of shit coinery for you, okay? And the same applies to domain names. If you are long-term, you you get it. You've been listening to me, Sherpa. You've been playing in the domain world, whatever it might be. You have made a decision that, yes, domain names are digital real estate. I believe in the long-term viability of the internet, and I want to own a piece of it. I want to plant my flag. I want to own some of this digital land. Well, then the conclusion that you should arrive at is that my best probability for long-term success is to buy .com domain names that have commercial ability, commercial value, commercial interest, and I should buy them with a long-term time horizon. I should understand what that potential buyer for this domain name might look like. I should understand what I think the price I can sell it for is, and it should be a materially higher than what you pay for the domain. Okay. Everything else is speculation. Everything else is irrational exuberance, speculation. You might as well go to the casino Put your money on black or red or whatever other shit game you want to play. But that isn't investing. If, in my opinion, there are only two options for digital investment, and that is .com, premium, commercial domain names, or Bitcoin. And everything else is unnecessary speculation and risk. Uh, All right. That's all I have to say about that. No, the other thing that I'm going to come back to and say about the ENS, you know, uh, 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 partnership, let's say joint partnership with GoDaddy, uh, you know, hat tip, uh, and, and, and good looking out with, for, for, uh, Paul Nix. I remember probably three years ago, uh, three or four years ago, I had a call with Paul, you know, we were talking about web three domain names. Uh, you know, he was trying to wrap his head around. If GoDaddy really has any business playing in that realm, is there anything there, there? And, um, you know, and this is basically precisely what I, I told him is that, that, you know, the ability to integrate the, the wallet, uh, uh, technology 
and digital identity uh, utility of these Web3 domain names into the legacy domain names, I, I, I thought that was the future. And he's gone and, and executed it uh, 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 beautifully. I think this is a, 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 a huge boost for GoDaddy. Um, you know, and hats off to the ENS team for, uh, you know, doing the technological innovation that was required to to make this stuff happen. So anyways, I think this is great. I think that this is, uh, like I said, a big leg up in the dovetailing of these two technologies. And, um, you know, it highlights uh, and elaborates the utility and the value of, of uh, DNS domain names. And uh, yeah, pretty excited about, you know, yeah, so in come. case the audience, you know, kind of didn't pay attention there, basically Drew was taking credit for the deal happening, which is great. So thanks, Drew. Mm-mm. I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm playing. I'm, I'm not. I'm playing. I'm, I'm not. Playing. I'm saying that. No, I, I it, look, look, I'm with it. I'm potentially, with it. potentially, and and likely I did plant that seed though uh, in Paul's mind. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. You know, you're like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, say I, what do I, I say? Like, what do I tell people all the time? What do I tell people? What I tell people is my suit. I tell people my superpower is uh inception okay that's inception, my superpower. Baby. people say well, why what, you know what, what what do you do why are you particularly good at sales why why are you you know how how can you be the number one domain broker in the world six years in a row you you know basically been dominating the industry for a decade how, how you know what, what are you doing different and i literally tell people i don't sell i do inception that's my job my job is inception i plant seeds those seeds grow into an idea, and that idea blossoms into a transaction. Uh, and so that's what I do. I'm out here just planting seeds. That's a good. Hey, it's a good strategy. Shout out to uh, you know Leonardo DiCaprio and and Christopher Nolan. Inception is one of my favorite movies. Spin the top. Does the top actually stop spinning? That's the big question. Um, but yeah, hey, look. Well, I think it's interesting because again, when I look at this and, you know, obviously we're very bullish on .com and premium domains on on the the web two side, you know, I think web three domains are interesting. You made the point on Tim Fair show, um, you know, very poignantly about web three domains at this point in time, like, you know, being good for, you know, wallet addresses and, you know, um, you know, and some identity stuff. Again, though, even as wallet addresses, they really don't work. Like, like they they work, but 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 not without massive security risk. Well, and I think that's where because of duplicity, know. because of the the ability for anybody to to replicate these these domains. Well, how do you replicate a .eth? Reason. How do you replicate a .eth domain? So if I've got Jonathan .eth, well, literally Handshake, for example, right? So Handshake, somebody owns .eth, or actually, I probably nobody owns it today, but because of this lawsuit, uh, Handshake is now releasing all of the TLDs, right? They had reserved all the GTLDs, all the CCTLDs, all the major trademarks, top, whatever it was, Alexa, top 1000, top 10,000, top 100,000 Alexa website trademarks. They reserved all of those. Nobody could get them, but now they are releasing all of them. Um, And uh, I think those auctions are going on literally right now as we speak. And somebody will ultimately own .eth. And that will be on handshake and so if i said if i said you know let's say you own jonathan.eth and you're like yo you know send me an eth oh yeah i go into my uh, metamask and you know i send uh uh, one eth to jonathan.eth well depending on the network i select in my wallet i might be sending it to the jonathan.eth on the ethereum blockchain under the ens domain protocol or I may be sending it to Jonathan.eth on the handshake protocol, which could be even a Bitcoin address. Right? It doesn't even, you know, doesn't even have to be Ethereum. And so uh it's gonna cause a lot of loss, is ultimately what's gonna happen. Yeah, I think that's an interesting um, so obviously I, I really I, I honestly I honestly, as every day goes by, the more I think deeply about web three domain names, and believe me, I guarantee you there are not many people that have thought more deeply about this because I actually put my money where my mouth is early. Uh I don't think there's any there there. Like literally, like I just don't I think there's a lot of innovation in terms of wallets. I think there's a lot of innovation in terms of peer-to-peer um communication technology identity verification all all kinds of stuff that's really important 
But the actual domain names themselves, in my opinion, uh, have zero future. Like, yeah, and I think that's none. a really interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because I do think that it, you know when you look at the technology and some of the utility and what they're capable of, right? Um, there's a lot of benefit there. But then, how do you? How do you? It's always been a question of how do you tap into that? How do you access it? And how do you get mass adoption for that? Right. So, I mean, hey, you know, I think this could be kind of the best of, of both worlds. It really just depends Let's on put it how it this way. Think about it if there was no regulation over the telephone work, you know, telephone lines, okay? People would be hopping in and out of your calls, right? People don't understand the way this stuff works, right? So 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 they don't get it, right? <laughs> they think there's like a fucking direct line between me and you. Like, no, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of intermediaries and all these people are regulated. And so the reason you can have a, you know, semi-private call that only the nsa can listen in on is because there's regulation okay and so the the like otherwise people you know they had the switchboards right all those are, those are open lines people could just pop in and out of different lines. people don't get it okay if you don't have some centralization on core connectivity technologies uh then you know, things get chaotic, you, you yeah, know, it breeds, breeds chaos. Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that some degree of centralization, um, you know, that's not to say that I don't think there's immense problems with ICANN and, 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 you know, I ultimately, if we look out 20 years, I think that really what I would hope would happen is that, uh, you know, intelligence will win and and you know basically all of the uh registry ledgers uh root zones should ultimately be on a blockchain and really they should be on bitcoin um and that can be done but uh, you know you got to overcome verisign and i can um but i do think that that will ultimately happen because uh, it just makes the most well, sense. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. When we had talked to Bradley Cam uh, from Unstoppable here on the show, you know, we talked about how the root zone uh, being put on the blockchain, right? And that you know there are real sort of the way that it's currently done is extremely clunky. It's inefficient from a tech standpoint. It's it's a mess. And that you know there are there is a sort of like you know see those memes that are like, this is what the world would look like if so-and-so just did whatever. And it's like this utopia type of thing, right? And I feel like when we had those conversations with those guys, a lot of it was like the ideal vision here is if you could really get all, you know, all the root zone stuff that matters and get it on the blockchain as opposed to, you know, the, uh, so what are your thoughts on that piece, right? Is there? Well, if we think about tokenization in general, what should actually be on a blockchain, right? Not much, okay? Everybody wants to put everything on a blockchain. I think that's that's silliness. I think that the things that belong in a blockchain are things that are, in essence, permanent, okay? And so if we think about, like, Bitcoin, there, there are 21 million possible Bitcoins. They will, in essence, last forever. Some will be lost, but they still continue to exist, uh, in an in a immutable state on the Bitcoin blockchain, and so what are we actually changing? Is just ownership records of a permanent object uh, on a ledger, right? And so that that's that that's what these things are. And so to me, uh, domain names fit that bill perfectly, right? There will be uh, an ongoing process of creation once created. It exists on a blockchain, and um, in order to update, uh, you know, the ownership of of a domain name, um, there's a fee and there's a you know transaction that needs to take place, and um, 
you know, there's a lot of discussion that we could have around, you know, renewal structure, uh, if renewal is necessary at all. I think it, I think it is, um, you know, there's a lot of topics, but, but in essence, Mm -hmm. you know, I think what's important is understanding what should or could live on a blockchain and what should not. Um, what about you DNS know, settings and MX records and stuff? Is that too kind of basic and changing on a more, you know, sort of more quickly than, than the domain ownership changes that it's not worth putting that something like that on the blockchain or. Well, I suspect that what actually, what actually needs to happen is that basically what, what lives on the blockchain is really just the ownership key, right? So it's like, okay. the, it's the, it's the off code, right? The off code is ultimately the private key, basically, in essence, mm. that controls ownership. And then that token uh, gives the holder, the owner of that token has a wallet, right? And that wallet is then connected to a registrar client, right? And so registrars continue to be important because registrars will would represent the, you know, the interface by which uh, a domain owner interacts with their domain name, updates the DNS settings, et cetera. Um, this kind of now, plays into that idea of a neo registrar potentially. Those hundred percent, a hundred percent. That is the future in my mind. That, that it just makes so much sense. Now, yeah. how long it takes to get there, I don't know. Obviously, you've got huge incumbents. You know, VeriSign, I can. These are not things that move quickly. You know, it takes four or five years just to get another round of, uh, well, in this case, it took, what, eight years to get another round of TLDs out the door, right, or 10 years. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, these things don't happen quickly, you know, but my best guess is, you know, the next 10 years, things are going to move very fast in general. Uh, the, wor- the world is going to change, particularly the way that we interact with the digital world. And, and so I suspect, you know, over the coming 20 years, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. And I think that, so, yeah, so I think that the original question that I asked way back in the beginning of the show was kind of like, okay, what was the, you know, sort of the motivation for the different parties, you know, who's kind of the winner here, right? It's almost like looking like it's like a trade in sports where people say who got the better of the deal and all of that. And it just seems to me like GoDaddy, but most importantly, Web2 domains really are a winner here. But I think that, you know, there's probably some in my opinion, it seems like some pretty big strategic moves on the part of the Web3 folks, you know, namely in this case, the ENS team, you know, to again, establish the kind of relationship, own the bridge, start to build the inroads and really create the connection between the two that will give them opportunity to really extract value from here while adding legitimacy in a lot of ways. It may take some of the utility that you would normally only get with some of these Web3 domains and, and push it to Web2 domains. But I think that it's still, you know, reputationally, perception, I think it's important for, you know, like the issue we always had with Web3 domains, it was like, look, like anybody that uses the internet, unless you're somebody who like thrives in the dark web, at the end of the day, like you recognize there needs to be some checks and balances on bad behavior, right? Like some of the horrible, terrible shit just can't exist out there. There has to be a mechanism to police that. There needs to be a way to to manage, you know. Well, these aren't just statements that we should just make you know, outright on behalf of everybody, right? It, it 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 really comes down to like if you were to ask public opinion, and and you know what what I would say is like, on the one hand, you got a free and open internet, totally decentralized. There's no takedown. There's no censorship, and you know the libertarian no in me wants to either. love that, right? No brand protection, no nothing, right? And there's a, you know, some part of me that loves that, that you know, the anarchist capital, you know, <laughs> anarchist cat, you know, anarcho capitalist in, in me, you know, loves that idea. The world burn. <laughs> yeah. But the reality is, is that the, you know, intellectual property interests, the homeland security interests, the, you know, that's a whole nother digital access and the ability to digital see security I mean, interests. Like the, there's no, it literally there's a 0% chance they are ever going to allow a fully decentralized web where they cannot take down, uh, uh, you know, the most extreme content. Um, and the, the truth is, is if you go out and you ask a thousand people in public and you say, Hey, you know, fully decentralized, censorship-resistant web over here, holla. Over here, you got the, you know, the the internet 
that you know and love that we've got today. Uh, you know, the benefit over here is that it's decentralized. The government can't, you know, can't censor. Uh, they're gonna say, yeah, nine nine hundred and ninety nine people out of a thousand are gonna say, yes. Uh, uh, I that I don't care. Okay, I don't care enough. Uh, and then you say, well, you know, the, the downside of this decentralized web is, you know, people can put child porn up and you can't take it down. And they go, uh, it moves from 999 to 1,000 people. 1,000 out of 1,000 going to say, all right, yeah, you know, let's keep it like it is, okay? You're never going to see these Web3 domains resolved. You're never going to see a mainstream internet adoption of some new Web3 internet that's fully yep. so decentralized. Then, so this goes exactly to my point where I think the benefit comes in for the Web3 folks and doing these kind of integrations and partnerships and all that is because they've got to like kind of come out of the cave and into the light and figure out ways to create integrations and you know again like just you know whether they're holistic or you know whether it's based on you know whether it's quantifiable or whatever like you know i think the key is to really you know figure out ways to to increase the utility across the board you know and yeah. um, but i do see the big winner here being you know web2 domains and premium.coms you know the best of the best get even better and, uh, but I could see also a pitch where it's like, Hey, look, if you've got your .com, get your .eth because you know, this way you'll cover all of your bases. They're because also what, because of what that's kind of like, yo, brand protection. Yo, I, I, you know, I think Microsoft, Microsoft, yo, I, I think your business is at risk. If the business, you know, the Microsoft, Microsoft business is at risk, if you don't have Microsoft.horse, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, what are you, like, well, except that I, I, I guess that's the if, thing. Listen, right? somebody else owns MediaOptions.eth. You know why? we let it expire you know why because that shit is a liability okay somebody else owns andrewrosner.eth you know why because i let it expire you know why because that thing's a liability okay it brings me no value and it costs eth in you know uh eth which is you know already an opportunity cost for bitcoin right and so um it's just He's spitting. He's spitting tonight, folks, or early morning his time out. I'm there. spitting truth, okay, which is something and, uh, that most people people could, you know, do well uh, getting more of. People needing to hear truth. I do think that we don't have enough people that are really telling it like it is, and you know, in the domain space, to me, has always felt somewhat like a safe space where you know, I, I you know, we've got a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues, a lot of peers, people we've done business with and known for a long time. But man, I don't know. Things just seem more phony than ever with certain folks and certain things. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to name names, but man, I just, you know, there's a bit of a vibe and maybe it's because the world is a little bit topsy-turvy at the moment, but things feel a yeah. little bit unsettled and funky. But I'm 100%. just saying, man, you know, like honestly, listen, in, when, uh, you know, short when supply, we could use more of that. So listen, you're in a rowboat in rough waters. This is when you're going to find out who you're in the boat with. Feel me? <laughs> Word up. Anyway, so all good there. Um, anyway, to close the loop, I think it's very, very interesting tomorrow. So this show is actually going to come out after the spaces. So I think there will be more information and detail that obviously is going to come out about the partnership, some of the functionality, the utility, how these things are actually going to play out. Um, but on its face, I think it's super positive for the domain space. I actually think it's a big positive for both Web3, Web2. Uh, more for Web two because it does really shore well, up. Well, hold on. It is very positive for Web. I'm reluctant to even call it Web three because for me, Web three's got a stink up. But it is positive for Web three. It is not positive for Web three domain names. Yes, I know. That I understand what you said. It's an important. It's an important point, right? It is a foot. It is a big step forward in general adoption of let's say web three technologies. Okay. Uh, which in my mind, the most important thing that we can do, the most important metric is how many people in the world have a crypto wallet, right? Uh, ideally a Bitcoin wallet, but, but a crypto wallet. And the reason is that that's literally the first hurdle, right? Once those people have a crypto wallet, now the next step is they can actually utilize it right whether that's to hold a uh uh hold bitcoin or you know some other coin uh or to hold uh you know digital asset uh etc so i think that um i think it's uh 
I think it's a huge leg up. I think it's a big, you know, um, positive for Web3, but it is a total shot shot in the foot for Web3 domain names, in my opinion. I just don't, yeah, you know. Well, I think I'm waiting to see the next step to where that kind of ties together, but I agree with you. And I think, look, I think that you have to think- And bigger. that's why you always a step behind, because you always wait for that next step. I'm just telling you where that next step is going <laughs> to yeah, be. I guess you're right. That actually, I couldn't have, I literally, pun intended, walked right into that one. Um, but the, uh, that was so well played. Um, but I, again, I think like you said, web three is bigger than just web three domains. And I think that that is how these folks have to be thinking about it. I believe that is how they're thinking about it and doing this stuff in the first place. Um, and I'm really interested to see how it continues to play out, but I think this is really cool. Happy to see it. Big shout out to GoDaddy, Paul Nix, big shout out to the ENS team. And, uh, yeah, and big shout out to all the folks who have really good, com domains your domains just got even more valuable so congratulations mm-hmm. and uh so that's what's up so all right well look i think we covered a lot of ground we definitely got into this topic especially since like i said there's more info to follow soon um we'll you know we will be talking a lot more about this as we go um obviously this is the kind of thing that is important to us and definitely very very interesting and we love talking about it anyway so all right well listen drew thank you so much man for doing this this morning your time you know to dive into this last minute uh to the audience i want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for those of you who are still with us (laughs) through the entirety of this show uh without you there is no us i say it on every show so with that we'll say goodbye um and uh you know i guess uh, oh and since it is a rabbit hole i'll close it out with fair fairin which is a scottish phrase that means good journey may you travel far under fair skies and even further down dark deep rabbit holes and before we close i just want to make one quick little thing a little negative comment for GoDaddy. this is something you need to improve but like i was looking up you know alternative domain names for dx.com right so i did a search just to be very specific i will send a screenshot maybe billy can post it but i did a search for dx.com I said, I only want domains that are, you know, two characters, but it gives me options, which are five, seven characters. So, okay. Problem with the filter, but even more perplexing is the first option that comes up is dx.link shout out.link. Okay. But, uh, literally over to the right, you know, they got their little light light bulb box and it's like, you know. Why is this domain name so great? And the first check mark is it uses the .com extension. Uh, so I would like somebody to explain to me how the premium domain name dx.link for $455.99 per year uh, uses the .com extension because that is something I wasn't aware of. So if somebody could just get back to me and let me know how that works. Uh, By the way, shout out to dot link and uh and to the folks over there. And uh but yes, yeah, so fix your fix your stuff, fix your tools. Um, you know, we know there's definitely some clunky code out there in the system. Yeah. We also I and maybe this is this is probably user error, but it, it does speak to user interface, which would be a GoDaddy thing. Um I have sold a domain on Afternick. The buyer has paid. I've been notified that it's time to now transfer the domain. I click on the link to transfer the domain. There is, from what I can tell, there is no screen in Afternick by which I can actually enter an authorization code or receive the push instructions to push the domain to Afternick. Please, somebody, let me know how I do so, because it is kind of absurd to me that I can sell domains. It is certainly in Afternick's interest to get that domain transaction done, and yet I cannot, for the life of me, find the place on afternoon by which I actually transfer a domain to the buyer. Um, so anyways, those are two issues that I have discovered this morning that I need solutions to if anybody cares and is listening. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go. And, uh, you know, and right before I was closing out the show where I said, <laughs> Fair Farron, which is, as I said before, before you went on your little tech support rant, which is good. I, hey, look, holler, Drew. Somebody let Drew know how to. What are we here for? It is. It I'm is, not, I guarantee you, I'm not the only one seeing these problems. No, absolutely. And look, it's important that they get fixed. I know there's a lot and of you're, you know, you got a, a multi billion dollar public organization, you know, and they, they don't yeah, want to look, look stupid having dx.link say this domain's so great because he uses dot com. Huh? It's like, uh, last time I checked. 
you know, dx.link uses dot link. But oh, that's just me. I could be wrong. I could be just wrong. reminding you as to how good it would be if it was a dot com domain, you know? So they're just letting yeah. you know. They're letting you know the pecking order, yeah. you know, consistently. Just just so. in case, just in case I have to point this out to anybody. It's just one more reason why, you know, I, I keep telling everybody dot com is dot com and everything else is a shit coin. Yes, you do. And I would agree. But um, maybe we just wouldn't say it as bluntly. But maybe that's part of the problem, you know. Maybe that's good. That's the problem. Everybody wants. Everybody wants to be. Everybody wants. Everybody wants. Everyone wants to be nice. Yeah. Baby gloves. Everyone's be nice. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. What about all those poor bag holders holding, you know, dot club domains? I don't want to offend them. oh this is late night my time so this is actually this is pretty entertaining and fun for me i hope that uh that all y'all out there in the world uh that do decide to listen or watch this show um feel the same way and uh anyway it's definitely all with good intent we got nothing but love for y'all and hopefully this helps um and uh again a lot more to follow listen the the truth the truth is always with good intent of course, of course, and it is. And look, I've talked to plenty of people who, you know, bellyache about different bugs on the different platforms we use, go, you know, GoDaddy, After Nick, Namejet, those kinds of things. It's like we need y'all to be better so that, you know, it works. We are dependent on your stuff. That's it. Well. So, you know, it comes from a place of love. And with that, officially, we're saying nothing goodbye. but love, baby. Nothing but love. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Again, it's a rabbit hole. May you travel far under fair skies and need to further down dark, deep rabbit holes. Peace out, y'all. We'll see you next time.